Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode where I'm going to talk to you about the biggest shakeup in the private rented sector in 30 years. You're listening to Tristan Lee and I'm going to break down the key points of what the government has outlined in its proposals for the Renters Reform Bill, which is expected to be presented in Parliament no later than March 2023. Remember, these are just draft proposals at this stage and I'm sure there are many questions being asked, myself included. I've personally read through the documents and spent hours on webinars with industry experts getting as much information as possible and now I'm about to share it with you. I would strongly recommend that you get a pen and paper ready to make notes along this episode because there's a lot of information to go through. One of the biggest changes the government have announced is related to tenancies where they plan to create a single system of periodic tenancies. It means any new tenancy from the implementation date will automatically be a periodic tenancy and any existing tenancy prior to this date will eventually automatically roll over for a two-step process which is likely to be a two-year period. Under the current process, a fixed term tenancy would be agreed between landlord and tenant which is typically between six months and three years under an assured shorthold tenancy. During this fixed period a landlord cannot serve a section 21 notice to evict a tenant but only through a section 8 notice which is mandatory grounds such as rent arrears. At the end of a fixed term tenancies do not automatically end meaning they become a periodic tenancy unless a new fixed term is agreed or notice is served. During a periodic tenancy the landlord would still need to serve two months written notice whereas a tenant would only need to serve one month's notice. So in summary to what I've just said, the new system will have no end date to a tenancy and it'll be rolling from day one, meaning the tenant can serve notice from any point with the relevant notice but under the new proposals the tenant's notice period has increased under a periodic tenancy which is currently one month's notice which will now change to two months notice from the tenant. The next change is something that's been spoken about for a while and this is to totally abolish the section 21 notice. Under the current process of a section 21, you can gain possession of a property with no reason. Under the new proposals, this will be removed and the only way to gain possession would be for a section 8 notice. But thankfully, this will be strengthened and there will be grounds such as selling your property or moving back into the property. But this cannot be done within the first six months of a tenancy and it has to be your main residence prior if you're moving back in. The notice period required will differ depending on the grounds you're looking for repossession of the property. The section 21 notice will be faded out over a two-tier system for pre-existing tenancies, meaning anything prior to the start date of this new proposal, notices can be served up to a certain date, which is likely to be a two-year window. Another proposal is that landlords are required to register their properties on a new property portal. This portal will help landlords understand their obligations, give tenants more insight into their landlord's compliance, and give local council Councils access to more data so they can target criminal landlords. Now it is unclear on what information will be held on this portal or who will be running it, but it does make sense if it's a government-run portal like the right to rent checker that we currently have. So to recap on this, it's per property and not per landlord. So if you've got a portfolio of say five properties or 10 properties, you will need to register your property every single time. So it doesn't matter the size of your portfolio, the age of that landlord, you will 
still be required to do it individually. So moving on to rent increases, notice periods for this is going to be doubled, meaning any rent increase will be limited to once per year and the minimum notice landlords must provide of any change in rent will be at least two months notice. Landlords will now need to serve a section 13 notice to increase rents during tenancy so that the tenant can choose to challenge at the first tier tribunal if they feel the increase is unjustified. And finally, we have pets in lets, another topic that's been spoken about for such a long period of time and a massive grey area within the industry that needs looking into. I think previously it put a lot of landlords off when the tenant fee ban came into effect and it was capped at five weeks, meaning you couldn't take any additional deposit for those tenants that had pets in their property. Well, that is going to change now. The government is looking to legislate to ensure landlords do not unreasonably withheld consent when a tenant requests to have a pet in their home, with the tenant being able to challenge a decision if it's declined. The government will amend the Tenant Fee Act 2019 to include pet insurance as a permitted payment. This means a landlord will be able to require pet insurance so that any damage to their property caused by the pet is covered. So at this stage, I don't know if it will be charged to the tenant as a, an insurance policy or if the tenant would be required to obtain the insurance and then provide proof or whether both options would be available. But I think it's something that need looking into. Common sense does come into this. If you've got a dog and you're in a flat with no outdoor space and you're on the 10th floor, it's not going to be pet friendly. It's not going to be suitable. But if you've got a two or a three bedroom house with garden space, then it should be considered. And you'll find most properties, especially in the home counties, do have pets and it's a part of the family. And at the moment, tenants do pay more rent for it. So I think it's something definitely worth considering. Well, I hope this information has been found useful. There is a lot of information online. So what I'm going to do is prepare a blog with all the detailed information there for you to read through at your own leisure. And obviously, if you have any questions at all, feel free to reach out, send us a DM on the socials, which is at the landlord page, and we'd love to hear from you. Until next time, we'll see you next Friday. I'm flicking through YouTube and through Spotify. I don't think there's a podcast or a video channel on YouTube that landlords can land on where they're not being sold something. I mean, it'd be the first time any estate agents ever asked that question, but why not ask that question to a wider audience? They just have the knowledge there, but they don't seem to share it. You can do different episodes based around someone that wants an exit plan or someone that's just starting their portfolio. The rules change every year. Yeah. But why not just open the floor out and just say, well, is property even the best investment out there? And tax advice is a big thing, especially with everything that's changed, capital yeah. gains tax and obviously a stamp duty cost that you need to pay and whatnot. People don't realise what they need to prepare for. We build a podcast and we build a YouTube channel, somewhere that landlords can go and they feel they're not being sold to, but they're just getting quality advice.